You're listening to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. I'm Emily. I'm Melina. We're part of Your Future is Our Business, which is a Santa Cruz County nonprofit that provides career exploration opportunities such as expos, panels, guest speakers, and more activities to help students ages 10 to 18 explore careers. You're listening to our show, What to Be, where we interview and highlight the career journeys of inspirational people in Santa Cruz County. If you've ever thought, hmm, how do they get that job? Or what is that job really like? Then keep on listening. We would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future Is Our Business. Please note that information provided during this program does not reflect this career in its entirety. Today we're joined by our guest Michael Allen, who is a director slash head coach for Pleasure Point Surf Club. What is Pleasure Point Surf Club, first of all? Uh, with the Pleasure Point Surf Club, we, we meet every Wednesday. We have children from a lot of different schools, so we're not limited to just a single school. We run it from fifth grade through ninth now. And uh, being that this is now our 10th year, and now joined with the uh, Boys and Girls Club of Santa Cruz County, it has opened up uh, a lot of doors for us to be able to do even more. So we've been able to have more opportunity to, to work with the children uh, within the Boys and Girls Club and also hold class for uh, surfing wilderness uh, first aid uh, indoor at the Boys and Girls Club and then, of course, an outdoor class at our surf spot for water rescue training. Can you tell us what your career entails and what you actually do in your job? Being the director for the Pleasure Point Surf Club means that I basically run operations, do all the paperwork, set up the entire program, and uh, assure the safety of the children, assure that we have all the best coaching staff, and set up all the different activities for the program for the entire season. In in our work with the kids, the long-term plan really is to help the kids to see the benefits of not only being in the ocean, but uh, eventually so they can give back and they can give back to the community and they can mentor other kids and, and then with our surfing wilderness surfing first aid program and they can be water safe and then they can uh, help themselves in case of a water emergency and they're also able to uh, help other kids in case there's a water emergency as well uh, mm-hmm. so we're really preparing them for life because um, surfing is for life and this is something that they can always have with them through thick and thin surfing is going to be there for them Were you one of the founders of the surfing club? So 10 years ago, Neil Pearlberg was coaching the team, and it was under a different name at the time. And uh, he came to me and asked if I'd want to uh, take over the team and the organization. Mm -hmm. And at the time, too, there was also a surfing competition as well as uh, the club environment. And I was never really a big fan of that myself. But we, uh, because of the organization that we were with at the time, we, uh, we, we did the competitions each year but also really focused on, on club and the training and, and all the other aspects of, of health and wellness uh, for our surf, you know, surf children. Uh, but eventually, uh, two years ago, then we, we completely just dropped the competition side to it altogether. And that's when we officially joined uh, with the Boys and Girls Club and got, had their blessing and the, their board voted to, uh, to join us. And, and it was really a, a great um, opportunity for us to work together. I think that in life, in children growing up, there's already enough competition that, that they have to deal with. There's already enough pressure. There's, there's already so much that they have to deal with that, that just getting them out into the ocean and get, letting them play and let, giving them that free time and, and, and to be safe and, and to learn um, how wonderful the ocean is and, and really absorb that and, and have that, again, for, you know, for the rest of their lives, I think is the best possible thing. So I'm really happy that we're not doing competition anymore. Um, competition serves its purpose 
somewhere along the line, if kids want to do it, there's other organizations that uh, offer that, and and I wish them well uh, being able to do that. But we're we're really a unique organization with our uh, with the way that we run it, with the safety aspects and and health and wellness and and uh, teaching them uh, wilderness surfing and first aid, um, and really taking care of uh, the kids of our community also that can't afford anything. Uh, and we try to provide everything that we can for them so that no one no one is left out. We never want to have a child left out simply because they can't afford um, certain things to be able to go out and surf. And even that means even through the middle of winter when it's cold. Mm-hmm. It's great. You make it accessible for multiple people, not just a particular type of person or type of kid, right? Yeah, we want to make sure that, that accessibility is there for, for all the boys and girls and also really emphasize um, diversity, uh, cultural mm-hmm diversity as well within our organization and make sure all the kids are able to come down and again it's just after 10 years of doing this I I don't see an end to it because it's just so wonderful working with these fantastic children and then having the wonderful support of their um, of their parents too and seeing what we do and realizing that this is so great for their own kids and and for their well-being so I took it over and I was happy to do so and I was really excited to get this thing going and every year I've just ramped it up to a higher and higher level and keep adding more and more to it. And so that was the beginning. So now, 10 years later, here we are, and uh, we're getting a lot of wonderful recognition mm-hmm. for the Surf Club and what we're doing and, and what we do for the community through helping the children to be safe in the ocean. But not only that, it's also about taking the kids in the water and getting them to really understand the relationship that they have with the ocean and also the uh, the health and wellness benefits that they have uh, from the ocean. So you see in the smiling happy faces from the kids but then you also see their really kind of meditative state that they go into as well the tranquility that the ocean provides and it's such a beautiful environment and it's also such an interactive environment and constantly changing so in in that aspect too they're they we have them cross train so they're uh, swimming and boogie boarding and surfing and just really enjoying being down there kind of the way the ancient hawaiian society did with the with the children and being uh, always a part of the ocean and this is santa cruz so it seems natural that you want to be a good swimmer and, and really understand the ocean and, and really be a, a part of it. And, and more not just a part of it by diving in and swimming around in it, but also in a spiritual sense, being a part of the ocean. What would you say are your main responsibilities in this job? I know you meet weekly yeah. and Wednesdays, but like, do you have to prepare for that? Are there lesson so probably, plans? Or? Yeah, there's a, a, the, the list of responsibilities is, is numerous uh, for running the organization. It's gathering the paperwork each year for from all the parents and, and then the fees, and we keep the fees up to a minimal amount, making sure that uh, kids that don't have wetsuits or can't afford them or they've grown out of their recent wetsuit, that we can provide wetsuits for them. I'll bring down a few soft tops, so if kids didn't happen to have boards that day, we can have some extra boards available to them. And then it's setting up things throughout the year, like we have a KSEO radio um, show that we get the kids on the air to talk about the program. At the end of the year, we have a Pono Grill celebration for uh, celebrating all that we've done throughout the year. And we have our wilderness training, of course, and we want to get every child certified who is who is signed up within our club and make sure they run through interior class and also the uh, water safety training class or water rescue. And then I actually give them a, a signed certification. How did you get into surfing? I started surfing in the 70s in Southern California and uh, I had asthma at the time. And my mother was a, was a registered nurse and I had some other friends in elementary school who uh, their older brothers were starting to surf and, and so they came to me and want, they say let's let's start up and surf and I thought that just sounded it sounded great and then my parents really supported it so that was a wonderful thing too as we have now we have our the parents who support the children and I always thank them because I think my own parents still still to this day for getting me in, involved in, in surfing because they bought me my first wetsuit my first surfboard and and got me going 
and then quickly my my asthma uh, vanished and I just became okay. healthier and healthier wow. yeah and uh, so I, I, I saw right away the health benefits but I also saw that as life is never a, an always a smooth path that this was just something that you can always have with you that uh, provides a, a safety net I say you know you go in the water and then by the time you come out surfing after you know half hour or an hour it seems like uh, all the stuff that you're worried about and all the concerns that you had are all, all all washed away. It's like you're back to a clean slate again. It's invigorating, refreshing, and it's and it's contemplative. But it definitely has shaped my entire existence. Surfing really to this day is still at the core of my existence. Everything everything has worked around that from all my professional jobs and and careers and and everything else. Surfing has always been at the at the center. So besides a passion and love for surfing, what other training or education did you have for this position? In Southern California, I finished a master's degree in philosophy, and that ties in well with surfing, too. I did a master's thesis on a comparative Chinese philosophy, and it was east-west comparative Chinese philosophy and uh, in Greek philosophy, but I did a lot of Asian studies work as well. And then I started writing this book, Tao of Surfing, soon after after graduating, when I, and I had moved up here to Santa Cruz, and I knew this is where I wanted to be right away. From uh, my master's degree in philosophy... It, I found that it really prepared me for, for life. And I was always tied to surfing, and surfing was, was always there for me. And even had my uh, classes around, around surfing and, and uh, continued that. Nothing ever interfered with it. What the graduate degree does, and even in, you know, and I always in, encourage all these listeners to go out and get their college degrees, get their education, because then it allows you to go out and really do what you love, really have a passion for. You can go out and do what you love doing. Running this organization is, for me, it's, it's volunteer. It's volunteer work, and I have a pure passion for it because I love working with the children and seeing the smiling faces and, and being there for them and, and working with the parents. The parents come down and, and see the kids playing in the ocean and learning and, and become really water safe. And so I really urge you to get your education, but also reach out into the community and see how you can help with the community and, and add to the community and to make the community a better place. So that and on philosophy also prepared me uh, as a writer. So uh, being able to, to write well and, and write in different formats and write for different audiences. When I originally started 10 years ago, one of the, one of the challenges within uh, the surf club and the organization itself and, and running it, I think with, uh, with any organization, there's always going to be um, challenges. Uh, part of it's just getting all the paperwork together, uh, documenting everything, uh, and, and making sure that, uh, that we have uh, everything in order for the, for the season. Uh, but we're also spontaneous, so if something interesting comes up that we can offer to the children, you know, we, we, we go for it. Probably one of the most challenging things is to, is to just get um, financing and funding um, from, from wherever we can um, get it because this is, uh, and I'm, I'm volunteering, I don't make it, any money off of this. Uh, just for the pure passion and pleasure and wanting to contribute to the community and, and work with these children. Um, so, you know, getting financing has, is, always, uh, is always a challenge. So we reach out to different um, companies and, and whoever we can to try to get uh, some money. And then the money helps us for being able to get the sweatshirts that we give each year. We put together goodie bags for the kids, and we want to put as much stuff in there for, for the kids for each season. And the money goes for being able to get uh, just other equipment, surfboards. Um, some of it's donation, which is wonderful, so we don't have to pay for that. If we get wetsuits or surfboards that are donated to us, that's great. For those who are just tuning in, you're listening to What to Be at KSQD 90.7 FM, Santa Cruz. I'm Melina, and I'm joined by other hosts, Emily. 
We would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future Is Our Business. Please note that information provided during this program does not reflect this career in its entirety. We're speaking with Michael Allen, who is the director slash head coach for Pleasure Point Surf Club. What would you say is the most rewarding part of this position? Uh, right away is seeing the smiling faces on the kids. Mm-hmm. It is, it's always so rewarding. Um, and I have a wonderful staff of, of coaches that come down, and they're all absolutely incredible. And I think they would answer probably with the same with the same answer. It's just us uh, going down there and working with the kids. They're just a joy to work with and seeing them smile and laugh and play uh, out in the ocean and then seeing them, you know, diving under waves and, and learning um, is a, such a wonderful thing. And, and the interesting thing, too, is that um, while the kids are out playing, they are learning a lot more than they realize. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having them swim in the ocean and they're learning about the reef and the contours of the bottom and the, and the tide and the current mm-hmm. uh, and, the, and the swell height and, and learning to dive under waves and hold their breath under that and, and be relaxed. So if a situation ever comes in later on where they are in the water or in a rough environment, um, you know, they, they'll be relaxed and they'll be safe. And they're learning, so in this playful environment, it looks like they're just going out and playing and mm-hmm. and uh, almost like a, like a really our, our play yard out there <laughs> and uh, but they're learning so much while, while we're out there and we're constantly uh, you know working with them and we work on with them individually too so that because uh, uh, every child has their own uh, advancement level and every child is learning at a different rate and and so we work with each child independently and uh, and kind of gently guide them along to um, in, in a really nurturing way, so that they can learn and, and 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 enjoy the process along the way. So you not only teach them how to surf, but you also empower them, and they become confident, and they also learn about nature and water and all that, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you hit it right on yeah. the head. That, yeah, uh, being close to nature and mm-hmm. learning that we're never really a part of it, mm-hmm. separated from it, but that we're always we're always there with it. Mm-hmm. Um, empowerment and and uh, is having them build self-confidence mm-hmm. while we're in the water um, again that yeah those are all things that they have for the rest of their lives uh, so that helps them also in, um, in school um, and the wonderful thing is that through through school a lot of the uh, teachers the coaches that I have are also teachers uh, at their schools they come down so so they develop different relationships there's no longer a teacher to student relationship as, as in a classroom environment now they're all out surfing together and playing together in the ocean and and so I think that enhances their, their relationship with them also at school and, and also academically. Do you have any interesting stories either related to this job or to a former job? I have now been a wilderness first responder for eight years now. And initially, many, many years ago, uh, we were up in the mountains and there was a snowboarder that went down and flying down the mountain, went down and hit his head. And, and I went over to him. But this was way before I became a first responder. And I, and I had no idea what to do, and, but I was able to call help at the time. But in, I realized in the remote settings that you have to be prepared. And as, as with scouting, their scout motto is always be prepared. I've also worked with uh, the Boy Scouts of America. And so right away, uh, joining the Boy Scouts, I started getting my certifications in wilderness medicine. Because we're always in a remote environment, 
And then also then in surfing, it's the same thing. We're usually in remote environments too, unless you're just surfing in town, which in that case, um, you'll help us within you know, three minutes away. Um, but I realized that being prepared is something that I always wanted to have uh, with me. I, I never wanted to go into a situation and not be prepared, especially when it comes to being able to help someone and help someone immediately. And, and usually as, as a first responder, when someone needs help and it's a really critical situation, being able to be there and know what to do um, immediately can, can save lives. So I continued my training. And then uh, with the surfing organization, I realized too that, you know, these kids need to be trained with a, a first aid level of surfing wilderness medicine. And, and that is the difference is that the focus is on, on surfing and the surfing environment and the ocean and things that can happen while, while you're surfing. Um, so it's not just teaching them how to respond to, to potentially um, really critical situations, but it's also teaching them how, to, how for themselves and, uh, and for others to not get in a bad situation to begin with. So when we learn about the ocean and the environment out there, um, they're, they're reading the tides and they're looking at the ocean swells and the swell height and they're looking at the bottom and seeing it, you know, what type of you know, rock reef there is and where the rocks stick out and, and how they're going to get back in if the tide starts coming up. And so all these are safety things, but also, um, you know, sharp fins that can, prove, you know, prove to be really harmful because of heavy lacerations and or hitting, you know, head injuries, uh, hitting the bottom with rocks or other things that can potentially go wrong. Uh, if you're not if you're not careful and if you haven't been trained well enough, uh, well, you know, in an environment like that, uh, having that wilderness training is just so vital. So this is so great having our kids uh, being able to be um, trained with our uh, first aid classes because I feel that then they're going to be safe for life. Not only they'll be safe for themselves, but they'll be able to help out others if they ever run into a situation as well. Um, so just having having a little bit of that knowledge can just go so far. It's, it goes a long way in being able to uh, uh, help someone and, and, and probably save a life. So say pretend I'm 15 years old and I want to get into surfing, what would be my first steps? And I, I knock on your door of a club and I'm like, hey, I want to join. Uh, also, I don't know how to swim. <laughs> what would you tell me? I'd say first, you, you, you've got to get some swim classes. Because you have to know how to swim before you can join our organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't teach swimming. But we, uh, we want to make sure that if, if uh, you fall off a board and you lose your board, that you're not going to sink down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to float and, and swim back in. And, and we're there next to all the kids uh, really close by mm-hmm. uh, anyway. But, uh, but, but I would say you know, get, get some swim classes under your belt and then come see us. And then we can help you with uh, with getting a board and wetsuit and uh, and joining up because we have the full range of kids. We have uh, um, those who can can swim, but have never been in the it, ocean, you know, or maybe never been in the ocean, or have really limited time in the ocean. Maybe they've just kind of played in the ocean a little bit, but mm. haven't really uh, or body surfed a tiny bit. Mm. Um, some have are in water polo, or some have done junior lifeguards, and some are really top uh, level surfers, but aren't interested in competition. They just want to come out and. And, and surf because they're soul surfers, mm-hmm. um, which is all that we emphasize. Um, so I would say uh, that would be the that would be the first step. Get some swimming behind you. Mm-hmm. When you go out in the water, do you have a, like a plan? Does are there different students who go with a certain instructor, or do you just go out there and you watch them and make sure they don't flip over, or how does it work when you're out there? Yeah, when we get down on the beach, um, since we've been running this for so long, and I and I have kind of core um, coaches that we've been working together for so many years. Uh, it's really seamless. Um, we have some kids that are um, 
you know, running through the waves and swimming, swimming around uh, through the kelp and uh, diving under waves and, and doing that first. And some are jumping right out and going out, uh, right out into some of the surf spots and some of the, and if it's a little bit bigger day, then I'll, I'll take some of the other kids out that are ready for that and we'll go further out and I'll be with them out there. So yeah, we divide up our responsibilities or mm-hmm. surf coaches divide up responsibilities so we can be with the, all the different level, levels of students that we have. Uh, to provide safety and also just to be able to have you know and have fun with them and um, and also show them what what they can uh, do what they're capable of you know what they can uh, eventually achieve too because all of our coaching staff are, are pretty well you know um, our coaching staff is pretty savvy in the ocean uh, as far as for not only swimming but uh, with surfing and body surfing and boogie boarding and you know so we have a lot of fun together how long would you estimate that you like stay out in the water you know on the beach uh, we run it from about 2.45 till 5 in the evening, kind of a little bit sooner when it's dead of winter, it's when it dark, gets yeah. gets darker earlier uh, up here along the central coast. Um, so we're, yeah, we have a great time. We have a lot of, uh, a lot of time in the water. Um, do you have any um, accomplishments regarding the surf club that you're especially proud of? Oh yeah, this year um, we received a, a volunteer award from the Santa Cruz County Volunteer Center in recognizing um, our contributions to the Santa Cruz community of helping these children and enhancing their lives um, through the work that we do with them uh, each week. And, and now that it just seemed to come at a perfect time celebrating our 10th year of this organization. For those who are just tuning in, you're listening to What to Be at KSQD 90.7 FM, Santa Cruz. I'm Melina, and I'm joined by other hosts, Emily. We would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future Is Our Business. Please note that information provided during this program does not reflect this career in its entirety. We're speaking with Michael Allen, who is the director slash head coach for Pleasure Point Surf Club. Was there a book, film, or a podcast that shaped how you approached your career or life? You know, coming from an academic background, and the and the surfing background, you know Steinbeck, Hemingway, Kerouac, uh, all these people that really approached life with uh, emphasizing uh, freedom, freedom and and flexibility to to do what you love doing, and, and really seeking out your passions in life. So surfing, as mentioned earlier, was just has always been at the core of of my existence and what I do, and and so everything worked around that. So I think. When I talk to the surf kids, I emphasize that same that same principle, that same philosophy about doing what you love doing, because there's no there's no sense in, in taking jobs or finding careers uh, that maybe maybe pay a lot, but you're miserable. It doesn't make any sense. I'd rather have less money and and really love what I'm doing, and uh, and be artistic and creative, and and help the community and being able to be with other organizations uh, that help the community by uh, donating time. And uh, there's a principle, there is a philosophy of life that I always emphasize to our our surf children every year for the last 10 years. And that is to follow your passions in life and do what you love doing. And there's too many people out there doing things that uh, they they don't really love doing. They're not passionate about. um, And that doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, And surfing, I think, is one of those things that you do that helps to keep you on track because you realize that that this is something that you always want to be able to do. And for myself, all of my jobs and all my professional career um, and everything that I've done, surfing has always been first and foremost 
so everything else has been shaped around that, even um, uh, working as a technical writer in Silicon Valley and working in jobs over there, uh, being able to work remote and surf during the day and, uh, and still bring in the income I need uh, to support my family. So I'm responsible in that way, but I'm also have a clear understanding that surfing is such an important part of our existence. Was there someone that was instrumental to your success or anyone that inspires you? Well, my parents initially, uh, getting my wetsuit and board and, and really uh, realizing that getting out and exercising and being in the ocean was going to be something very uh, beneficial for my overall um, wellness. And, and even they, I think at the time, didn't realize uh, how great this was going to be for, for long term and for my entire life. Um, there have been mentors that I've had over time, over the years, that have provided uh, guidance um, and leadership to me and for me and have been there for me uh, during different times of my life. Um, early on, uh, there was Rick Hines, who was like an older brother to me and uh, was always a more powerful surfer and par more powerful swimmer. And, and he uh, really set the benchmark for me to uh, see where, what I needed to achieve and and uh, he was a, a best friend and, and uh, just a wonderful human being. And then there was uh, later on in life, uh, Jerry Johnston, uh, who I refer to as the tribal elder. And he was, um, and still is to this day, uh, there, there for me and in his uh, wise uh, Taoist way th that he has about him uh, and all of his, all of his uh, interesting background uh, always has uh, words of wisdom to provide uh, and, and he just uh, has always been there for me all along. And then with the Surfers Medical Association that I spent uh, the last two years as a West Coast director for, uh, I met a really great person, uh, Dr. Bill Jones, who I got a chance to surf with, and uh, he's been a wonderful mentor and, and father figure to me as well. And, uh, and then Rich Jackson, uh, who lives in Hawaii and is another father figure to me and has been surfing for, you know, for forever. Um, and he's another kind of elder that uh, helps provide uh, wisdom and guidance to me as well. So uh, uh, not growing up with older brothers, uh, I was able to uh, kind of have them somehow in some interesting way uh, come to me at the right times in my life and, and provide what I needed at that time. And, and, uh, um, uh, uh, Rick is not with us anymore, but, but except in, in spirit he is. Uh, but uh, but Jerry and and Bill Jones and uh, and Rich Jackson are are still with me, and um, I'm going to cherish every moment with them all the way through. Thank, sound, thanks to all of them. They sound like some inspiring people. They're absolutely incredible. Yeah. Okay, and our last question that we have for you is: Where can they find more information about the Pleasure Point Surf Club? You can go on the web to uh, pleasurepointsurfclub.com and the whole page has everything that we do on there. We have a lot of photos and information, um, downloadable uh, applications, and uh, my information is on there as well if, if you need to contact me directly. Okay, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you so much for the interview. I really enjoyed it. And uh, thank you to all of our KSQD listeners for tuning in to today's career story with our host, Melina and Emily on our show What to Be with today's guest Michael Allen who is the director and head coach for the Pleasure Point Surf Club. 
If you have any questions or would like to be on the show, send us an email at whattobe at ksqd.org. If you enjoyed our show, please join us again at 90.7 FM KSQD Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. on Sundays or stream online at ksqd.org. Thank you for listening.